we're in such a finite period of time where we know it's a short career, you know, it's nose to the grindstone, literally from day one to the very end. And, um, it becomes this kind of relationship of becoming comfortable with the discomfort. Welcome to the Artist Becoming Podcast. Hey, Jess. Hey, Shelby, a five, six, seven, eight. Join us in weekly conversations with performing artists across stages, studios, rinks, fields, and screens. Every conversation, a chance to dive deep into the story of their becoming. All right, Shelby, let's get on into it. It's another Inside Out Small Chats Big Topics on the pod today, where together we discuss some tough topics that are circulating our industry. Those ones that just don't usually get to be talked about. So we're going to share some personal insights, stories, have good giggles, all the things, all the feels, and muse about those nitty gritty challenging sides of the industry that we just don't usually get to sit with. So please, if you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, go ahead and DM us your thoughts at Artists Becoming on the IG or send us an email at artistbecoming at gmail.com and we will dive on into your topics. Um, but also, more importantly, please rate, review, subscribe, click that big ol' follow button and give us those five-star reviews. We just... Um, love your support and are so excited to be bringing you this podcast and can't do it without you guys helping us amplify our message. So share, 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 like it, do all the things y'all. And let's dive into the episode. Hey, Shelby. Hey, Jess. Welcome to another Small Chats Big Topics conversation at Artists Becoming. These are my favorite. Can I just say? (laughs) today's topic, we are going to be unpacking burnout. Um, it is pervasive. We apparently are all experiencing it. And we got a lot of feedback from our poll on IG that this is something that people, um, would like to talk about. And so today we're going to try to, um, express some of our relationship with it and uh, unpack some of the layers of how we can be proactive, um, about it. Uh, For those of you nerds out there like me who want to know the dictionary definition, burnout is a state of mental, physical, or emotional exhaustion that is brought on or caused by being in in an excessive state of stress or prolonged state of stress. So um, I think any performing artists can probably right now pinpoint a state of being in just a burnout phase, um, whether that's right now something you're experiencing. It's very common, I think, end of season feeling, nutcracker season feeling. I have lots of personal experience, I think, from musical theater. I think it's really common to be 500 shows in and just be just so burned out. And um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot there. So Shelby, I would love to hear about, you know, your relationship with burnout and just your thoughts around the topic. Yeah, so I mean, this is the thing about burnout. It's inevitable, especially as you said, in the performing arts where we're in such a finite period of time where we know it's a short career, you know, it's nose to the grindstone, literally from day one to the very end. And um, it becomes this kind of relationship of 
becoming comfortable with the discomfort. And um, when I think about burnout, it brings me back to a paper that I wrote for school on um, dancers' pain tolerance. And there's this idea that, you know, dancers just have a very high pain tolerance because we're just constantly doing crazy things to our bodies. Um, And what the study found was that it's not it's not that we have a higher pain tolerance. It's that we're more comfortable in states of discomfort. Um, and I think that the same could arguably apply to this concept of burnout, that it's, it's not that we're better at burnout. It's just that we're, we spend more time in that grind that it, it starts to feel like our version of normal. So when I think about my own relationship with burnout, it often that came, um, you know, I recognized it too late. You know, I was able to look back and reflect and be like, oh my God, it's because I was burnt out is why I was feeling like that or why I got injured or why, you know, my days were feeling so misaligned. And, um, you said nutcracker generally that's when it would hit me, you know, where you just kind of feel like you're on this hamster wheel, you're in this grind and, um, you're just perpetually tired and exhausted and tired feels like an understatement. And I remember specifically my last nutcracker season, there was, it was like 44 shows in Boston ballet in the dressing room. And I remember sitting there with my like flowers costume on looking at myself in the mirror and just being like, I don't think I can do another season of Nutcracker. I think I'm done with Nutcracker. <laughs> and for, you know, for those of you non-ballet dancers, like Nutcracker is the big money maker. So it's like, you have to do it, you know? And a lot of the shows that are the most taxing on dancers, specifically the court of ballet are Swan Lake, Sleeping Beauty, um, Labiadere, these valleys that are just so taxing on the core, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, just all the things. And so it's just kind of, you can think of these taxing careers as just recipes for burnout. And then the question becomes, well, okay, how do you, how do you recognize those signs prior to it becoming too late? And what can you do about it to be proactive with your burnout? And so, you know, people have different coping mechanisms, um, many of which are maladaptive coping, not not healthy, you know, great for the short term, bad for the long term. Um, And I'm happy to kind of get into how I did that. But um, I'd love to flip the mic on you, Jess, and hear about, was there like a specific time that you could dial back to your career where you recognize like, this is no longer sustainable. And like, I either need help or I need to change something. What did you do? What worked for you? There is, but I like have to respond to a few things you said because like they were just so they were, it's so it's, we mind meld, we mind meld because <laughs> you, you spoke to, um, the paper that you wrote about discomfort and how, how much, um, how comfortable we are in the discomfort in as dancers, as performers. And it's funny because I was thinking about what kind of gems or value I could bring to the conversation. And it popped up in my mind, this concept, like it it had just hit me where I think part of the problem is that we in the performing arts and, and, definitely in ballet and I carried that with me into musical theater like kind of like a badge of honor was almost we romanticize and pleasure our pain to a point where right where it's like we pleasure it (laughs) why do we do that why we do call it what it is like we 100% take a pleasure in the exhaustion, in the stress, in the grind, 
to the point where we had this conversation the other day with a, a different group where the, the concept that came up was around bonding over bonding in the dressing room or bonding backstage a lot of the bonding that happens becomes about pain. It can be a very negative conversation. Mm -hmm. It can, and it feeds each other. And I think that burnout is like an amazing example of that because what happens is if you're the person that's taking care of yourself and pausing and setting boundaries, like you're lazy, you know, which isn't true, but it, there's become a rhetoric of like the most exhausted withered down one in the room is like, the prized possession, like we, we prize it. And so it's, it's, I think it's really about like, what are we, what are we endorsing? And, and what are we, um, what's the word that I'm looking for when you're like, we're reinforcing this idea that burnout, that stress, that pain and exhaustion is like a reward. And so I remember being in, um, after I had left ballet and I was, there was one show I was in more, the more recent show I had done and I was on tour and I remember getting to like show 100 and having this major, like my shoulder kind of got dislocated during a performance and I had committed in my mind that I would not call out till like at least show 150 and not even just that, but there was, and this is just embarrassing to admit, but it's just completely true, which is that I wanted to be the last person in the cast to call out. Like it was just, and guess who was playing the game? Nobody but me. Like it was a sick game. I was playing with my own self, like because I wanted to be, the work, like I, I felt like if I can wear the cloak of like the workhorse, then I am valuable. Yeah. But that doesn't make you valuable. What makes you valuable is giving a really stellar performance, being a team player, yeah. showing up for your colleagues, taking care of yourself, yeah. sustaining a performance for the long haul. And, and so I just, I'm just, definitely marinating in the idea that we pleasure our pain. And I think a lot of people listening who are in a state of burnout right now, they probably have done that because that's, we think that we're rewarded, but what happens is you hit a wall. And when you hit that wall, because you've gone too far and you haven't done the preventative measures, you really hit the wall. And so for me, I came out of that, you know, 500 show run or a year long run. And I, I really basically was done with my career. Like I, I got back to New York and I remember when I would receive auditions, I was so burned out in such a spirit, like in such an emotional way, like to my core that I would get an audition and show up. And I remember for the first time in my life, standing at the back corner and just kind of half learning the combination and being like, I have nothing to give. Yeah. Don't pick me please don't pick the girl up front. She's killing it. She wants it so bad. I am so tired. Like (laughs) I am tired and I wasn't physically tired anymore. I had taken care of myself at that point, but I, I had burned out, you know, and burned out is like, it is ashes. Like there, you know, it takes a long time to like give birth back to that, especially in a creative way. So I think that we have to think about our relationship to pain and discomfort and how we can actually empower our relationship towards self-care and our boundaries and our commitment to our long 
slow burn, which we talk about all the time outside of performing, like the slow burn, the slow burn in all things, the relationships in life, like is really what takes you all the way. And, and so how can we rewire ourselves to not think that just banging our heads against a wall, like to be the hardest working, most exhausted, stressed out person in the room. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're the one that suffers. Yeah. You're the one that hits the wall. And, and really it takes a long time to climb back up out of that. So I'd love for preventing that to become the norm. Yeah. Taking a quick pause from the episode to let you know about some cool things that are happening over at Artists Becoming, like one-on-one coaching. You can work with us one-on-one for personalized mentorship and guidance on your path as an artist becoming. Proactive coaching to support your mental and emotional well-being because it matters. So you can go ahead and schedule a free consult call with us on our website And while you're there, check out our on-demand subscription-based membership where you can be supported for less than the cost of your weekly latte. All right, y'all. It gives you access to our full offerings on demand like visual meditations, yummy yoga flows, super thematic with integrative prompts and basically just the works to support you. Um, all at your fingertips. So go ahead and check that out on our website and um, we'll head back into the episode. Wow. My God. I mean, I'm obsessed. I have a crush on that concept, (laughs) pleasuring your pain. I think that is so messed up and it is so accurate. Um, And I guess we can only speak for ourselves, but there just tends to be a lot of, there's a toxic history to the world of performing arts in terms of, um, the cost of entertainment is really the well-being of the talent. And that's just always how it's been. And we're trying to change that. We're trying to open up and deconstruct that narrative and kind of shake things up in an informed and educated way. But this, this concept of endorsing, I, I love that because it is like the way that we show up for ourselves and is, is what we're endorsing other people to do as well, right? Like it's modeled behavior, you know, the, the generations below you are going to look towards you, the generations you're looking to the generations above you. It's, it's this layered modeling. And it's interesting because I think of burnout and it's like, okay, yeah, as you said, you're burnt out. It's like dust and ashes. You hit the wall, you're done. Usually for athletes, for performers, it's like a really bad injury, right? And then you have, you finally have to take time off to let your physical injury heal. And we, we discussed this a lot, which is that it's not just the physical injury that needs to heal at that point. Like you have layers of emotional, mental, and psychological healing to do, and you're not going to get through that work doing your PT exercises. Like that's just not going to cut it at that point. Has, there has to be more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's people watching these that aren't in the ballet world or the performing arts world. And it just feels like burnout is this like disease that we're all subscribing to because we're all endorsing it. And part of it is like the American hustle. And that's just become a normal, like a twisted normal that we're all showing up for. Um, by showing up for that, we're perpetuating it. And so, you know, to be that odd one out, that's like, you know what? I think I need to mark this rehearsal because I have a show tonight and I want to give hundred percent to that show. And that's conserving my energy. That's protecting my peace. And then a world in which you could say that to your director and your director could be like, oh, you know what? I really respect that. 
-hmm. because I trust that you're a professional and you know what you're doing and you know the choreography and you know your body. And I think very slowly that narrative is trying to trying to change. It is, you know, it's wild. Even when you say that I cringe, I'm like, I would never dare to, I, I, I cringe at the thought of like, Oh no, no, she shouldn't mark it. Like, you know, like, so that's just how deep that just goes yeah. to show you how deeply embedded these beliefs are. But I think it's also that, yeah, it's one thing to show. I don't envision a world in which dancers and artists don't show up and give a hundred percent in the room. I think, yes. But I think where burnout happens is like, showing up 100% in the room, but then before you're there having some balance and after you're there Mm -hmm. having some balance and taking care of yourself and having conversations and seeking therapy and doing meditation and yoga and all the things that can support you, the self-reflection that has to come into it, the the admittance of these truths is a huge part because I think what happens with burnout is it's like, you're like, you're almost in this container of excessive stress. There's no release. Yeah. There's yeah. no release period. It's like a pressure valve. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm it's getting tense thinking about it. I know, me too. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah. But I think that that's part, you know, part of the conversation is it's how can we create the container where the sacred work happens in the studio that's less toxic because the modeling changes. So there's a different way of, or of being oriented inside the studio, but a focus and a tenacity and a grit that we've always known because we're seeking excellence. Yeah. But then outside of that, how are we healing? How are we restoring? How are, what is the conversation? What are the values? Yeah. You know, yeah. And what just came up for me, as you were saying that were conversations that we've had with some of our guest artists, Catherine Morgan, Lauren Lovett, Devin, they all spoke to things that they turn to when they find themselves kind of going down that toxic spiral of expectation and whether it's, you know, fully indulging a day off for what it is a day off, mm-hmm. um, to going on walks, to going out to dinner with a friend, to a phone call with someone that is completely outside of the dance world or the performing arts world, just for a little bit of perspective, just to kind of shake it up a little. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different ways to process pain, to process discomfort, to, um, to metabolize and digest the challenges of your everyday. There are proactive ways of doing that. And one thing that you spoke to earlier was this idea of like, waiting until you get to that breaking point, which I think that that is a symptom of burnout. People wait too long because you're just doing it. You're just getting it done. And there, there are free tools in which you can empower yourself to be responsive versus reactive to the challenges you face. And you don't have to wait until that point of like intervention to make changes in your day-to-day Um, it's this, it's this practice of like pouring into your cup. We talk about that a lot and it's a good visual because as performers, we're just giving, it's just, it's just all the giving, giving of your talent, your time, your effort, um, helping audiences to escape their own realities. It is a generous and selfless act. It's hard, hard work and it's selfless and it's giving. And so if you, if you don't incorporate or weave in practices, conversations, opportunities to fill your own cup. That's not just taking bar every day. 
um, your well is going to dry up. And so it's a matter of like investing in your well, what's down there. It's going to come out. Yeah. Burnout. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that's it today. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. I'm not going to say anything more because you did that really well. <laughs> Want to connect further with our community at Artists Becoming? Rate and review this podcast and subscribe to stay on top of our weekly guest artist conversations and our small chats, big topics. Check out www.artistbecoming.com to learn more about our monthly subscription membership filled with on-demand guided meditation and yummy yoga practices to support your unique journey as a performing artist. Follow along on Instagram at Artist Becoming for sneak peeks and inspiring content and DM us the dream artists, athletes, performers, psychologists that you'd love to hear from or topics you'd like for us to unpack. Sharing is caring, so fire up that group chat, share to your stories, comment, share, 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 and just stay connected with us. We are here for your becoming.